I'm Rory. I'm Aaron. We're siblings. But we're pretty different. For example, I like to eat double nutter butter cookies. And I am all about a golden Oreo. I like riding a bicycle. And I prefer shredding the cement on a longboard. I carry an Android phone like a big nerd. And I'm all about that Apple life, baby. I'm white. I'm black. But we do have one thing in common. Yep. I'm trying to like it. Me too. I'm trying to like it. Welcome to I'm Trying to Like It, the podcast where two siblings, myself and Aaron, discuss all things pop culture or pop culture adjacent. We might disagree once in a while, but you can rest assured that we're both trying to like it. Rory, how are you this week? I'm pretty dang great, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I just finished up um, chopping some wood. Well, I wasn't doing much chopping. I was mostly uh, hauling wood, throwing it in the back of Dad's pickup. Mom and Dad just cut down a big oak tree. Um, yeah. You knew about? Did you know about this? They're, they cut down. Um, Mom had sent a group text to. I don't know. Were you in on the group text? I don't think so. Oh, well, that sucks for you. Um, um, she I sent it to out. her favorite children, apparently myself, <laughs> yeah, Dave, John, and Matt. So I guess the fantastic four of us, and sent us a picture of the tree. Yeah. And well, we, we were all over said, there. Like, what's what's up with that? Yeah, what's we were over that? there um, yesterday when they started cutting it down, and um, this is a tree that is probably. We don't know yeah, the exact age yet, although now we can ca- count the rings, but it is an incredibly large post oak tree. And yeah, and I still don't understand why, like mom said, but I didn't understand why they cut it down. Well, they it was hanging over the, it was very close to the house, so it risked damaging their foundation in their house, but also it was hanging over the sidewalk and into the road and a big limb fell off uh, recently that could have smashed a car if there oh. had been a car parked there, which there is often, but there just didn't happen to be that day. Oh, so they okay. made the decision to cut it down, which was a really tough decision because we all love trees. And I think <laughs> dude, it was so sad. We're tree lovers over we here. We're all tree lovers. And so, but oh. tonight we, so last night we went over and dragged did a you bunch give of it did you give it homage did you pay your respects i did and i'm going to continue proper burial we have a bunch of plans on how to show respect to this tree um bonfire well we are going to burn some of the wood but we also all pulled out pieces of wood that we want to do some kind of crafty project with that we're gonna oh i want one well you better hurry how <laughs> How exactly am I supposed to hurry when I'm all the way in Springfield? I'll text mom and say, put me a piece of wood. Send me a piece of wood. Uh, well, they're going to have a massive stump out in their front yard for uh, forever. So that'll be mm. one tribute to the this big oak, oak tree. But We can make it a little table for all yeah. the creatures. I think mom has some, some plans for flowers and things. But So we went over last night and we pulled a bunch of wood out to the, put to the side to to uh, chop up and then tonight we went over and dad pulled out his chainsaw and cut up a bunch of mm. wood and i loaded it into the the pickup so okay so that'll the be tree in the back still there no that one's gone too they took out both mm. they wanted to get rid of the backyard tree i knew that they wanted to get rid of the back one and i'm kind of upset now because mom said our dad said that i could take an axe or a chainsaw to it well it's gone <laughs> sorry well. sorry um all right well let's get into the show and we're gonna what time is it podcast time we're talking about shows what time is it podcast time (laughs) (laughs) yes it is time and i will say that this show is everywhere currently wait what you're getting you're getting right into the 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 review i know no i was just gonna preface it with that but you stopped me i was gonna give like an anticlimactic little bum 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 and then you were gonna tell what we were gonna do well i would rather play our game first and then go yes that's what it was gonna be aaron 
Oh, okay. Let's do, let's do the game then. Go for it. I was just going to like build it up and then leave him on suspense and say, hey, Aaron, what you got stewing over there on that brain of yours? <laughs> what you got stewing, Aaron? <laughs> but you kind of ruined it. So let's get to the game. Dang it. Okay. We're going to play a game, uh, a movie themed game, and you can play along at home. As you listen in your car, no Googling. as you wash dishes, I don't know if Googling would help with this, but here's how the game works. I'm going to read a very short, I think it's 10 words or less description of a popular movie plot. And Rory is going to have to guess the title of the film based on this very short plot description. I love it. Are you ready? Let's get down to business. All right, here we go. World's best theme park becomes world's worst theme park. <laughs> world's best theme park becomes world becomes world's most. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to. Re- I was trying to repeat it, really and I, well. and I world's, forgot. World's best theme park becomes the world's worst theme park. Two movies come to my mind. One is Zombieland, and the other one is one of the vacation movies. Well, Zombieland's a the great, one with Wally yes. World. Oh yeah, so National Lampoon's Vacation. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yes. So both of those are pretty good guesses, but the correct answer is ding, 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 Jurassic Park. Uh huh. Okay. Nice. All right. All right. Get me with another one. Another one. Another one. Yep. All right. Um, That's a clue. All right. The face of William Shatner (laughs) is the face of pure evil. evil. I'm probably messing up that theme song, but yeah, because I'm thinking of Michael Myers (gasps) Halloween. Yeah, give me a point. Correct. Give me a point. Halloween. Okay. Um. Okay. Let's see. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find some good ones here. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'm one for one really so good. far. I'm one All right, here one we go. One. Man waits for bus and talks a lot. Forrest Gump. <laughs> that sounds yeah. like that sounds like <laughs> that sounds like an Laugh annoyed like a box of chocolate. An annoyed teenagers who's been forced to watch Forrest Gump in their description. Of it. <laughs> this guy Forrest just Gump. waits for a bus and he just talks a lot. He just loves to talk. He's a chatty Kathy. I love that movie. That movie, mm, that movie is such a great. All right, here's one. This one, we, this one could be challenging. Okay, mentally challenged magician befriends mouse and dies horribly. Oh my gosh. Wait, is it the Willard? Mm, No, I'll give you another guess. Okay. Mentally, one more time. Mentally challenged magician? Yes. Befriends Befriends mouse. A rat? A mouse. Not a rat. How dare you? <laughs> a mouse. <laughs> and they die horribly? Yes. The mentally Both challenged. The mouse and well, I don't. The... I think it's the mentally challenged magician dies horribly. The prestige? No. That uh it's what? it's the green mile. Oh, I don't think I've ever I wouldn't call him a magician. He was magic, but he wasn't a magician sounds like a occupation was the green mile the one with the prison yeah and tom hanks yes okay i don't think i've ever watched that movie uh okay here we go um side note on that one (laughs) this one i'm one for some of these are so vague okay small town cop overcomes fear of water by unconventional means Uh, <laughs> you need a musical uh tip or, or clue small town cop small town cop overcomes fear of water by unconventional means jaws yeah Woo! 
don't oh, even need that. Yeah, I was gonna give you. Yep, I was gonna give you. That would have been that would have been a dead giveaway. Anybody would have known that that was Josh. But I'm glad I got it. I just needed you to say it one more time because I was like, wait a minute, Small Town Cop and Water. And then I remember, I I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies. So, and I love sharks. So obviously, I'm glad I redeemed myself with that one. All right, right. next. This one I think is super easy. Cop. Well, don't say that. Now it's going to be hard. Well, we'll see. Cop has worst Christmas ever with estranged wife. Cop has worst Christmas ever with estranged wife. The first thing that came to my mind was Jingle All the Way. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Um, um, it's isn't that the one where it's it's not a tumor. Like little kids like. Is that a yes. tumor? Because his forehead's bulging. Yes. Yes, tumor. that one. Yeah. And he's trying to get the. Well, that's get, like, not the correct. Figure. That is incorrect. Right. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Another guess. Say the say it one more time. Okay. Give me the description one more time. Cop has worst Christmas ever with estranged wife. I think the one person listening to this podcast right now is thinking like. Come on, they know the answer and they're they're screaming at their Can you give me stereo right now? An actor or actress that isn't going to fully give it away. Oh man, it's hard. Um I'm trying to think of who else is in it besides the lead that um Okay, give me the year. Is it newer or older? It's older. It's like eighties, late eighties. Okay, it's eighties. All right. Christmas cop. People argue over whether this is a Christmas movie or not, whether it should count as a Christmas oh. movie. Uh, uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whether it's a Christmas movie or not, cop. Time's running out. Time's running out. Is it okay? Okay, I think now that okay, now the thing about Christmas movie or not, I'm gonna go with Die Hard. You're right. You're right. Okay, <laughs> all right. Also, side note, I don't think I've ever seen Die Hard, so there's that. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I, I have seen it. It's good. It's good. Do you consider it's, it a Christmas movie? I don't have a. Uh, I don't have a. What's the saying? I don't have a cat in that fight. I don't have a dog in that fight. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's why are cats fighting? <laughs> I don't have a dog in that fight. <laughs> Why are dogs right. fighting? We shouldn't do that. That's mean to dogs. Let's yeah, not have dogs not, fight. Let's, let's not have just dog nobody fight. fight, please. No, nobody fight. Everyone, get along. Get along, please. All right. Okay, I want to see if I have one more here, real quick. Um, okay, last one. Uh, let's see, last one. It's got to be a good one. It's got it's to be, be good. Okay, this one might be tough. Um, well, yeah. no. Think about. Okay, so. Naked Austrian pursues mother and child and is a hero. Naked Austrian pursues, <laughs> pursues mother. Okay. The first Austrian that comes to my mind is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, you're getting. Yes, you're getting warm. Okay. Pursues mother. I'm going to go with Terminator. Yes. Terminator. Seventeen. <laughs> Terminator Two. Judgment Terminator Day. Two. Okay. I think because right. in Terminator Two, isn't he? Yes, he's the. He is a Terminator robot, but he's also a hero. Like he's yes. the hero, right? Yeah. Yes, I because think in the first was, Terminator, he's the bad guy, but in the second Terminator, he's the bad guy in the first yeah. one. The second one, he kind of redeems himself. Yes. But he is naked. He is naked at the beginning of it. Yeah. He he is. Okay. Give me one more. I think we have time for one more. Uh, All right. Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to find one that. Like the perfect, the perfect little slipperoo into what we're going to be. All right. So this one is just kind of funny whenever you put it this way, but it does make sense. All right. Okay. Elderly man persuades young boys to go on a foreign (laughs) journey. Elderly man persuades young boys to go on a foreign journey. Okay, elderly man. 
persuades young boys to go on a foreign journey. Aaron, what the frick? <laughs> Watch your mouth. Huh? This is a family show. <laughs> this is a family show. Okay. <sighs> New or old? It's it's from the the aughts, 2000 to two. Let's it, it falls between I believe 2000 2010. This was a stupid one to end on. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's funny, so I'll just tell you because it, it is kind of a funny when you think of it this way. So it is Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, Gandalf oh persuades the hobbits <laughs> to go on a foreign journey. I yeah, I never would have that never would have been a correlation. All right. So the reason that we have played a game is because we are talking about. A, sh- uh, a show now a streaming show on netflix that's all on about netflix. games it's all it's a all a fun, children's games it's a all about silly fun light-hearted show called show on netflix drum roll please squid game now squid game the first time I saw anything about this was in a Snapchat that was sent to me and it and it freaked me out and I thought it was like a super horror movie, like a horror show, horror movie, all that stuff. So I was very hesitant to watch it, but now that I started it, I mean, I busted it out in like a day and a half. So that's my life with that. But we are going to be talking about Squid Game today. Yeah, quick description. So Squid Game is a and new, disclaimer. It's a it's a Squid Game is a and when I say Squid, you're probably like well, Squid Game. What the, that doesn't make any sense. So it's a, it's literally like S Q U I D Squid, like, like the, the animal squid you eat. Yep. Uh, so why I went this is a like... series. It's a it's from South Korea, so it's a Korean drama. Um, uh, drama is probably a misleading term, but yeah, it is sort of a drama. intense thriller uh, series on Netflix. Um, written and directed by Huang Do Hyuk. I'm gonna apologize in advance because <laughs> I have many, I have many Korean friends. <laughs> I've been to Korea many times. Um, I have many Korean students that I have taught over the years, and I still struggle with Korean names. I I struggle to pronounce them correctly, and so I apologize to anyone. But um, let's we'll maybe just go by their um their uh, surnames because that might be easier so so um what's the surname There's, huang they all huang huang okay yep. all right got it got so it. Uh, we'll give it a try we'll we'll give our, our best but i do apologize <laughs> in advance so um so it has uh, it follows uh, the main characters is named song gi hun and he is a chauffeur and a gambling addict He's kind of mm-hmm. down and out, lives with his mom. He does have a daughter, but he's separated from his wife. His wife is now remarried to a man. Who, he's basically a bum. He is kind of he's a bum. bum. He's kind of mooching he's off bum. his mother and has kind of made a mess of his life. And um, so has those loan sharks coming after him bust a cap in his knee. Yes. And he's in desperate financial straits. Basically yeah. is in need of some kind of a miracle, uh, you know, with his finances and um one night he is uh, approached by a man who offers a business card and offers him a little game of chance and um this is seen early on in the in the first episode where um they're playing a, a i guess what is a pretty typical korean kids game where you try to like throw a little disc or it's kind of like a square paper disc like paper yeah um, paper something onto the ground and try to flip it in a certain way to score points or whatever and so he gets into this little game where he's trying to win a hundred thousand won which is about a hundred dollars us and um keeps losing keeps losing and he's willing slapped every time (laughs) right every time he loses he can he instead of owing the man money um he allows the man to just basically smack him as hard as he feels like um, instead of owing the debt. And so um, he wants to keep playing because he's just desperate to win this hundred thousand one. And um, so this kind of sets him up and we start to see like how desperate this guy really is. He wants to basically he's trying to make money so that he can actually do something nice for his daughter's 
birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, he's promised to take her to have some nice food. And, um, and so he's just really trying to find well, a way to make money and he's desperate. And so that sets up his, um, his situation really well. well. We have to backtrack because he did win the money, but a pickpocket picketed pickpocket, a pickpocketer pickpocket his oh, pocket. Oh, oh <laughs> how many <laughs> and pick stole pockets, the money he won? How many pockets did the pickpocket pick? Um, yeah, so Just he did. One so he loses that money. But anyway, all I'm all I'm trying to do is kind of set up the scenario. So this guy, we yes. know this guy is very desperate, and um, he's approached by mysterious figures who offer him a chance to participate in uh, a kind of game where he could win lots of money. And so that's the basic, um, the basic setup for squid game is um, there's a mysterious figure who is hosting these games uh, on a Island somewhere off the coast of South Korea. And they have collected players, 456 players to be exact who are all in very desperate circumstances that mm-hmm. they need, they need money, they need money fast. And so um, this sets them up for a series of what they are told is six games. The games are all kid games, children kid games, 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 children's that, games, right. Games that kids games that kids would play out on the playground uh, during school. And um, the catch is that all of these games are highly uh, deadly <laughs> and uh and every <laughs> to, one of them to say the least to say the least <laughs> so that's where i would say uh i need to to offer a bit of a warning so yes. this 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 show the series on netflix it's is not ve- for kids it's definitely not for kids but it's extremely popular right now not just in the u.s it is popular all over the world mm, um yes. there are i i have friends and family in the philippines I have friends in uh, in China. I have friends in South Korea, uh, all over Asia, really. And many of them are posting memes about this show, right? So this is yep. is definitely entered the um, just the pop culture uh, stratosphere as far as you know, popular global popularity goes. Um, so, but <laughs> that said, this show is very well made. It is incredibly violent and incredibly dark. I would say not in its, yeah. not in its appearance. It's not a, a, like you look at it and everything's brightly lit. And you honestly, know. whenever I first saw it, I was like, Oh my goodness, this looks like uh, it's very colorful. Like everything's super color, colorful and it's geared towards like children. And I know that kind of sounds creepy, not geared but towards children, but it not, but like, because it's when these, you look at it, you think nursery playground, right? These are children's yard, games, right? These yes. are children's games. And so it does set up that visually there's sort of a motif of like kids games um, and the playground. Right. Mm-hmm. So, th- yes. so there's a contrast there. I think that's, and that's part of what's done really well here is that everything you know, everything's in primary colors, like you might expect in a school, you know, um, like one of the games they play is set in a playground, right. With uh, yep. giant play equipment, like slides and um, different kinds of playground equipment and things to, to climb and uh, teeter totters and that kind of stuff. So there's this very childlike setting and yet the consequences of these games of losing these games is death and it's yeah extremely elimination extremely violent kinds of death right so yeah. lots of people getting shot um lots of people falling to their deaths um yeah any kind and it's of- mainly like it's mainly getting shot i know so this isn't this is the first episode and we've both we both watched, you've watched up to episode six, correct? That's right. right. I have not finished the series yet. Okay. And I have, I'm at like five minutes left of the last episode. So I know that it's fine. But in the first episode, (laughs) they're playing a game that many of us have played or many still play called red light, green light. Now, let me just preface this. The freaking 300 foot doll. (laughs) Let's just give it up to that for the fact that that thing was terrifying number one and number two 
so cool at the same time. I felt conflicted. Am I supposed to be freaked out or am I supposed to love it? Well, and that doll has already become a meme, right? There's there's several yeah. elements of this show that are that have become memes that I've seen in just the last few days um, because of its global popularity. Um, okay. So I want to talk a little bit, since we can't give away too much of this without mm-hmm. spoiling it, I just want to talk about the themes. Uh, so the themes yes. of this uh, this series... I think um, is very much like economic inequality that there are these, all of these players, some of their, they're, they're all down and out. They're all in desperate situations because of their financial status Mm -hmm. in society. Um, And so they, they have a sense of desperation. Many of them try to leave the game at one point early on, and they're even given the option to leave the game but they choose to come back. And the reason is because they're desperate. And so I think there's a lot here being said thematically about the, um, you know, basically economic inequality within South Korean culture and society. Um, But that could be mirrored anywhere in the world, right? Where you have people who are in incredibly desperate situations because of uh, they, they don't have, they don't have legitimate means yeah. to improve their own economic standing. So they are willing to take risk or to do things that are obviously dangerous, stupid, illegal, but are, you know, a, a glimmer of hope for them where they see no hope, you know? And yeah. so I think that's a huge part of what's being explored in this film. And it reminded me a bit, not, not the way it, comes together definitely not the storyline but the themes at least remind me of parasite the korean film that won best picture a couple years ago yeah um because that also was just about the inequalities that exist within south korean culture and while it's specific to south korea it's not it's not limited right so there's inequality economic inequality everywhere and you know these people aren't just poor because or in desperate situations some of them are there in that situation because they've made bad choices, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but some of them are there because they were born into bad circumstances or they they just had <laughs> bad luck or, you know, like there's an older gentleman character who... Player one. Yeah, player one. And he, oh, I love him. I absolutely love him. He's my... Uh, he's so cute. And he's, he's just an adorable old man. <laughs> he's uh, So he's player one. And actually, he's part of, you know, the core group of characters that we follow, mm-hmm. along with the, the main character, um, Sung Gi-hun, which, Hun, which is his number is 456. And he's the he has the highest number in the group, whereas he was the last one. He was the last one to join, whereas right. player one was the first, the first one. To one. Join. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, and this older character. He has a brain tumor. He's, you know, he's approaching end of life anyway. And so he's, he's kind of willing to take these risks because um, he wants to be able to leave something for, you know, a a bit of a legacy or to leave something for a family or or whatever, you know, so he's, he's desperate as it is. And our main character, he's desperate to be part of his daughter's life, to not be a loser, to be, you know, a worthy father to be a worthy son to his mother who's suffering from diabetes. And um, so, yeah, I think that's the most interesting part of this is maybe what the message is that, you know, what many of the characters say this several times. Um, They say it's not any better outside of the game, right? Like, or they'll say it's worse outside the game. Like, so even though death is the consequence of losing, that's better than what waits for them outside. And so, which is, yeah, go ahead. That's such a, it's such a funny concept because like when you think about the very first game, red light, green light that they're, that they play and the consequence of like when the, when the doll, when the girl, they call her the girl, when the girl turns around and says red light or she says red light and then turns, however, and she sees movement, elimination happens. But whenever she turns back and faces the tree and says green light, then you start running. And it's so funny because they treat these people when they're not in the game, like the specific six games, like 
they just are super like we will protect you all this stuff like this is how you're gonna act they feed them quote unquote Mm -hmm. like the food is very little but then once they're in the game it's like (laughs) the exact opposite because it is it's without even thinking about it oh you didn't pass this oh you you broke this oh you stepped out of bounds shot right so that's elimination and i think that and then back and then back whenever they're in that little confine it's okay what do we need to do to keep you feeling safe in a sense right and so i think that's what i think that's also pointing to something maybe in society which is this balance so you know the economic system might be kind of chewing people up and spitting them out sort of like the games Mm -hmm. right But at the same time, you have other forces in society, maybe government, maybe other forces that are attempting to kind of keep people, uh, you know, to to calm them, to feed them, to keep them, you know, docile and and, and continuing to play. Right. Because if you if you didn't provide the means for, you know, food, water, a place to use the restroom, a bed to sleep in, if those things aren't provided, then people are going to give up on these games. They they probably wouldn't have returned even, right? Um, yeah. Like if sure. if everything outside of the game was just as ugly, and and actually does become pretty ugly, right? Like they that what they learn. Uh, well, I don't want to give too much away, but what it it does it does become ugly outside of the game too. And what I think they learn is that the designer of the game, whoever that is, um although they're providing a place to sleep and food and things, they, they don't care if they die in or out of the game. Right. Like, yes, like they can die outside the game. And it, even though they've created this sort of surface um, uh, facade, illusion, yeah. Illusion or facade of like caring for them or protecting them at least not necessarily caring for them, but, at least like giving them the provisions they need to continue to live and play the game. They've given, there's that facade, but then um, when their lives are actually put in real danger, there's nothing, there's no, they don't make any effort to, to kind of go out of their way to protect these people. So it becomes mm-hmm. clear that like they have no value in or out of the game really, except for entertainment. I don't know. You know, the question is like, what, yeah. what is this all about? Why are, why are the game designers doing this? And those are, Things that might be answered towards the end of this series. I don't know because I haven't got there yet, but um, I do know, but I won't say anything. All right. <laughs> so for for me, it kind of had like a mix between Hunger Games, um, and uh, it was I, I was thinking about it, and then I said Hunger Games, and then I forgot. Just the concept of how it's like dog eat dog. How Hunger Games was dog eat dog. Right. How they had like the different. The different districts, which were District 1 was the wealthy, the well-known, the popular. You had District 12, which was the no ones. And that's kind of the same for this. It is it is very much where they just have these people that come in that are basically down on their luck, don't know what to do, and are just at the, well, this is, this is, how, this is how it is. It's either we we try and win because not that this is like a huge spoiler because it's in the first episode but every time like an elimination happens however many are the the people that are eliminated their lives become um like a money become money so there's a huge piggy bank that everybody sees and each person is worth uh um, was it a million won yeah i don't remember the exact numbers but yeah, it's worth like a million won. So each time someone's eliminated, they have like this huge, basically countdown clock that has the money amount and the amount of people left over. And so these people that are the ones that survived see this money pouring into this clear giant piggy bank and they're like, holy cow. Right. So like, even though they see, they've seen people all around them yeah. die they're willing to continue on because of the, the draw of that money, which represents salvation. Right. I mean, that's yeah, their, pretty much. that's because they don't want to return to their lives outside of the game. 
because their lives outside of the game are awful, right? Yeah, and I mean, they don't got have loan sharks coming at them, debt collectors coming at them, right. and like they did leave the game and then came right back. So outside of the game, they are alive but have no hope for the future. And uh-huh. inside the game, they death, you know, death is around every corner, but they have some mm-hmm. hope, and so they 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 continue to play, even though most of them are going to die. And so yeah. anyway, I. I don't want to say more uh, no. necessarily because I don't want to give anything away, but a big time warning. It's incredibly violent. It's very graphic. It's you, so if you, if, you, if that kind of thing bothers you, like if you've watched an episode of the walking dead, for example, and that bothered you, then this is going to bother you. So st- just stay away. That's what I would say. Yeah. So stay there was me. one episode and I won't, I will be very vague, but you'll know with, um the doctor yes that one right there it was a moment for me that i was like and i'm (laughs) there is no way shape or form that i get like i loved walking i love walking i loved walking dead walking dead should have ended a long time ago but it's fine it's fine but i loved walking dead i loved just everything about it and it didn't bother me most of the time like whenever we would watch it all together as siblings i would get hungry and be like hey what can i eat is that weird probably i was thinking a lot about walking dead as i was watching the show and here's here's my if i can articulate this so yes in the walking dead you it's a classic zombie setup right you have Mm -hmm. zombies that are really scary at first because they're they look like humans and yet they function like beasts who are only whose only interest is their own survival. That's what a zombie mm-hmm. is, right? They only yep. they only want to eat people so they can survive. Um, so that's what makes them scary is because they're so it's inhuman. They're, they're, they're so inhuman. They're monsters. Well, in every yeah. zombie film or TV show or whatever it might be, what we find out eventually is that humans who act like zombies are actually scarier, right? Humans who lose any kind of humane concern for others are much scarier than the initial zombies that, you know, that kind of um, show up on the scene. Right. So that's what walking dead is all about is these different factions, these these different groups and what it starts with zombies, but then ends up being about people about people different people people who only are self-interested and become worse than zombies they become a mm-hmm. more of a more monstrous than zombies right and so freaking negan yeah so what um what this is this squid game is the story of humans becoming zombies but by choice right they're choosing to be that's my that's my theory there be not theory not like anything's transforming them right it's just that they're behaving in ways out of desperation they're behaving in ways that turn that basically create monsters out of them Hmm. right they're allowing themselves they're being they're they're i don't know how much choice they have because they're so desperate right but they're being placed in a system that creates monsters and so that's what i and, and that's why it's making a very profound statement i think about society in general is is that if we allow ourselves to become um what i want to say um we we can be transformed into something that is subhuman something monstrous if we Mm -hmm. are only self-interested if we are only um pursuing our own interest and are willing to you know, allow others to suffer, possibly even die for our own gain. Right. And so, yeah, I, so I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm only, I'm not all the way through this. I don't know if all these themes are going to sort of like actually have any kind of conclusion or if maybe they might even uh, shift and, and maybe I'll have different thoughts about all of this by the time it ends. I'm not sure, but um but I do think there's something being said here in a very dark kind of way. So, um, <laughs> yes, it's kind of like the movie uh, Funny Games. Yeah, yeah, I think there's part. Yeah, Funny Games 
is more about an audience. It's not a funny movie, by the that way. That I was, it was. It's far from being funny, yeah. as you could possibly think. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think about some of the? Uh, I've seen a lot of different like Twitter forums and different things about the contestants, in a sense, and the workers, because some people have said that the cards that you picked whenever you played the game against the 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 man is who you came to be in the squid game. I haven't Have looked, I haven't looked at much of that. Um, what I do yeah, think there was, there's one scene, um, let's say episode four, maybe where one of the workers in, you know, so in, in the squid game there, there's like a large, um, almost army of mm-hmm. workers who are running these games, right? They're, controlling the triangle the circle and the square yep so they're controlling the players and they're making sure they go to bed at the right time and they're making sure that they stay in line and they've all got guns and they have the right to kill any player who steps out of line or does anything wrong or mm-hmm. you know so um if there is one scene that happens fairly early i think in episode four or so where the the mask is removed from one of these these workers oh, yeah and yep. we find out that he's actually a very young man, you know, teenager or, you know, maybe 18, 19 years old. And he's, you know, here working on this island, seeing this awful violence, per- perpetrating this violence. And I think so. Here's my thought on that so far is like he's in the same situation as the players. Yeah. Um, he's been given this opportunity for economic hope right to be part and he's he's basically chosen to do terrible things for some kind of economic hope and so i i don't know i don't know anything i I haven't seen any of the twitter forums or anything like yeah that could definitely be a thing there's just things all over like on just everywhere saying that what if the main character which i'm not even going to try and pronounce his name uh what if he would have picked instead of picking blue would have picked red was that a correlation in any way that the the workers were in like that pinkish color? Oh, okay. And then the contestants were in that like blue greenish color. Oh, and so, so it's, you're been, saying... it's been super. Yeah, it's like it's really interesting, honestly. So basically, he could have been an employee or a player. Basically, mm-hmm. I see. Okay, yeah. Yes. But like I said, that, that's some of them. They're in the same spot, right? So basically, yeah. uh, you know, my theory at least is that these guys who are controlling the game are there sort of the foot soldiers they are no more valuable there there is much being forced into this terrible situation and this, these terrible games as the players you know yeah and so that's that's my thought at least and um there are some clues uh, that help support that idea but i won't give away too much mm-hmm. of them there there's an effort being made i think we find out that some of these employees that are helping run the games are also trying to run a side hustle to make some extra money as well. Yeah. So that kind of alludes to the yeah. idea that they're also desperate for, for money, you know, that there's a desperation in them as well. So um, yeah. we better. How many costumes for uh, during Halloween do you think we'll see? of Squid Oh Game? yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be popular for sure. <laughs> for sure. Like I was, I Googled squid game and like one of the top things that was on like a top story is where to buy a squid game Halloween costume before they sell out. Yeah. I'm like, Holy cow. So I would like on to a be, scale... it would be kind of funny, you know, because these are all Koreans. Um, they're all <laughs> slender young men, you know, yes. it would be funny to be the fat squid game. Uh, <laughs> soldier or whatever you want to call them right like to be i don't know i mean okay where are we gonna where are we gonna rate this yeah yes for right now because you're only on episode six for right now and and we will definitely come back to the show when aaron has finished and when the show has kind of died down a little bit because i know a lot of people are still watching it and getting invested in it because it just came to us for about a week not too long week and a half two weeks maybe yeah, yeah, because on here it says the original release date was your birthday. Okay, so, so about September two weeks. 17th. Yeah. So, but so, I feel like I haven't seen much about it. It's until building. Recently. Yeah, it's building steam. It's getting you know, it's becoming yes, more and more popular. It's, it's getting bigger. So we'll definitely come back to it whenever it has kind of died down a little bit more and kind of give 
people more of a chance to watch it, digest it, and all this stuff, and then talk about it. So right now, Aaron, what is your rating? So I feel very mixed about this. So production value of this is is like a 10, you know? Okay. Um, okay. Acting is great. It's like a 10, right? When it's not dubbed in English. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's another thing. Is it, Netflix does offer a dubbed English version. <laughs> Definitely, it is terrible. I definitely recommend to 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 just do just subtitles read the subtitles. And... Read the get your daily read while watching it because I started it with ink dubbed over in English and I just about pulled my hair out. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, going. I would give it. You know, it's it's done very very well. It's very compelling. You you can't wait. You know, you will finish an episode. You really want to go on to the next one. And but, these are like our episodes. But here's my big but. I have a big butt. Um, so and I cannot lie. I don't know. Here's what I want to find out. Is the violence worth it? It's it. It okay. is incredibly graphic and violent. I'm not a big fan of that. I, I, I think the violence can have a place in films and I, and, but I, I think it has to earn it in some way. Right. right? Like, you know, okay. I can agree with that. Yeah. Schindler's like, List, not, Schindler's not List is a, a very violent film. Um, but it, but it's also based on true historical events and, uh-huh. and the horror of it needs to be felt and seen, I think, because yes. we need to honor the people that actually had to experience those things. This is fiction. And in order for that violence to be worth it, I think it has to have some redemptive quality to it. It has to have some, there has to be something redemptive about it for me to really get excited about it. Um, Okay. And so I'm waiting to see, you know, I don't know. I think that the themes of it are very interesting and intriguing to me, but if I finish the series and find out that I just spent a bunch of time being, being basically compelled and, um, you know, entertained by violence, I don't like that. You know, I don't like yeah. that. I, I don't like that about myself because I don't want to be a person who is, enthralled with violence um but and when violence occurs i want to be horrified by it but i want there to be some redemptive quality i don't mean that every violent film i don't know because like scary films i'm okay with as long as the i i guess i guess i just i feel like this is so much like when you've seen it is dozens of people killed um so mean in such meaningless ways um and it's not like it's not like they're killed and then mourn it's literally they get eliminated they get killed exactly they're put in a box and then they're created it's very dehumanizing which might be the point i mean and that's i have to give it to the creators of this series that if if it's their goal to help us to kind of see how this system you know economic system is Mm -hmm. is is dehumanizing then you know, if that's really the, the point of it all, then that's the redemption of this film is that that message is being shouted loud and clear. But I guess I just need to wait and see. Um, yeah. So that's where I, I stand. I will say the further on I cried some, I laughed, I got mad. And then I was kind of like, a, huh, okay. Okay. Like, I think I'm still processing everything. Yeah. I don't know. I just need you to hurry up and finish it, and then we can yeah, more maybe so we'll, talk about it. Maybe we'll touch on because, it next week. Yeah, there's just different things that maybe you will that you will get that I won't. But there were I definitely had a mixed amount of emotions. Yeah, I, I would say so my overall my feelings are mixed. So I don't I don't even know that I can give it a number score because I don't want to. But I, I will say you know. In all the categories I mentioned already, it's it was fantastic. But okay, but do okay. I recommend I would, it? Um, I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, know. that is it is kind of one of those things. It's like um, I kind of recommend it, but at the same time, for me, I think I would give it like production, like you said, ten. Obviously, the production is just amazing. Um, but I don't know. It does kind of leave you feeling like, oh my gosh, like that's heavy. That's a heavy thing. So on my side, I would say I'd give it an eight, eight and a half out of 10, uh, just because of some of the different things that I've been left feeling like, okay, 
I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know if I enjoy this, uh, but I did, it did, for me, it came semi together. So there is that. For you listening, take it with a grain of salt because I'm not gonna say, yes, you should watch it or no, you shouldn't. If you have an hour in your day and you wanna give it a try, give it a try. The first episode will dictate whether you continue watching it or not. Yeah, I mean, even... Yeah, once the game starts, you might know within uh, yeah. two minutes whether this is something that you want to give your time to or not. Um, yep. It's ugly. It's dark. It's uh, unfortunately for me, if I start something, I have to finish it, even <laughs> yeah. if it's dumb. Um, so. So. All right. Well, do you sure. let's we'll finish there. Do you have any recommendations, uh, other recommendations this week? Um, there is a show, there is another Netflix show. I've heard great things about it, but I have not watched it myself. It's called The Maid. I don't know if you've heard much about it, but nothing about it. Um, that is something that I have, a lot of people have said, Hey, you should give this, you should give this a watch and see what you think about it. And so that would be my recommendation mainly because I too need to watch it, but it just says single mother Alex turns to house cleaning to make ends meet as she escapes an abusive relationship and overcomes homelessness to create a better life for her daughter, Maddie. So it's called maid, not the maid or so So that is one that I would, yep. M-A-I-D. That is one that I would recommend because it has been recommended to me and it has great reviews so far. So there's that. Sounds a lot more uplifting than, squid game but um my has andy mcdowell in it so oh i like it. i like her um so yeah. my recommendation is not new it's just a follow-up from last week we talked about the wonder years reboot yes i watched yep. episode two as it came out this past week and i think it's it held up i mean i'm just as excited about it after episode two as i was after the i do episode. need to watch it it's on my list to watch so i recommend it to a few people um outside of this podcast and everyone seems to really love it too so it's just a yeah. really it's very uh it's the opposite of squid game it's <laughs> it is uh i think everything uh, kind of uplifting of it's kind of a celebration of family and growing up mm-hmm. and all the good things in life and um so yeah and that's fine i'm not the kind of guy that always needs everything to be uplifting and and happy yeah. But um, but it just definitely after watching an episode, of you might game, want though. to. Yeah, you <laughs> might want a little cleanser, a little palate cleanser after Squid Game. Uh, a happy day. Well, awesome. So again, this move, this t- this oh my gosh, this series is on Netflix. Um, Squid Game. Take it as you will. I know a lot of people love it. I know some people are kind of with us in the mixed feelings about it. But it is it is definitely interesting to say the least so squid game on netflix most everybody has netflix with that we are going to wrap it up wrap it up and we hope that you guys have a great rest of your day a great week and an awesome weekend and enjoy the fall weather out there because fall is knocking on the door saying let me in go away summer Fall's here. I've got some leaves to share with you. Or something. <laughs> I've got to shed my clothes. I got a pumpkin. Out uh, here. Okay. I don't know why I said All that. Right. Anyways, thank you for listening to I'm Trying to Like It.